Did you know 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by mid-February? This is a Healthier Michigan Podcast, episode 148. Coming up, we discuss why you should consider ditching the resolution this new year. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan Podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small, healthy habits we can start implementing right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica, and every other week we'll sit down with a certified expert to discuss topics that cover nutrition, fitness, a lot more. And on this episode, we're going deep into New Year's resolutions. Have you already made one? Have you already broken it? Oh, no. Why should we consider approaching changes that we want to make in life the way we do? And how can we do it in a more constructive way? With me today is integrative health expert, therapist, NASM master trainer, and fitness nutrition specialist, Angela Moore. It is so good to see you again. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah, thanks. You know, we start this new year and it seems like it's only a matter of time. You know, we make a resolution, we start talking about resolutions, or we just think about it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing because you've got to start something before you can begin it. But we take a moment, we reflect on something we want to change for the better. And often, you know, Angela, it seems like uh, with all or nothing mentality that we've got, you know, we're either going in the deep end of the pool or, you know, we're not really thinking of wading in or even worse, it's a lofty goal that's not realistic and we can't even attain it anyway. So what makes more sense and how can you advise all of us on maybe making resolutions and maybe considering a different way to go about it? Well, it's interesting because a resolution is pretty much a firm decision to do something or to not do something. And so, and I found that oftentimes when you make a resolution, it's easy to make the decision. What's not easy is thinking about the actions that you have to take after you make the decision. And so one of the things that I try to recommend to my clients and many individuals that seek my support is to, instead of doing a resolution, let's set goals. And when you set a goal, I find that when you do that, you're able to do that and make a commitment as opposed to a quick decision. Oh, that's interesting. But, you know, I was talking to a relative back in November who was saying, you know, I've got to resolve to do something. It wasn't a New Year's resolution. But I I guess I better wait through the holidays. And I said, well, why? It's going to be the same resolve you have to make now versus waiting till January 4th or 10th or whatever. So is just the idea of the New Year's idea flawed in a sense? I think it can be flawed in the sense that if you set a goal for something, okay, let's say you decide you're going to set a goal, whether you call it a resolution or a goal. And if it's too lofty, if it's too large, right, one, you're going to set yourself up for failure. It's no way that you're going to be accomplished something that is unrealistic. Uh, Unfortunately, we use events as motivation for change as opposed to mindset or wanting to be better versions of ourselves. And you should always want to be a better version of yourself. And that's something that you should do always, not just because you have something coming up or not something that you delay because you're saying, well, after I get through the holidays, then I'm going to start living better. Because really, the moment that thought comes to your mind where I want to be better, 
Why not start right now? Why not start today? And that was my point. And I guess, you know, we've all been through this in one way or another in our own context. The idea I'm going to start a diet now called lifestyle change, but I'll start it Monday. Well, then which Monday are we talking about, right? So we do tend as human beings to kind of kick the can down the road anyway. I mean, we already know that about ourselves, don't we? Most definitely. And it's funny that you reference eating because I find that's typically what a lot of people say they want to change after New Year's. And a lot of times they delay it because they say, well, I want to eat as much as I want during the holidays. And then after the holidays, then I'm going to really, you know, dig in deep and be committed. The thing is, your next meal is an opportunity to choose healthier. And even if that next meal is not the healthiest meal that you could have selected at that time, the following meal can be better. So I think you understand what I'm saying here is my, yeah, yeah, I'm just encouraging you to always want to be your best. And every thought is an opportunity to start to change behaviors for the better. And you know, this idea you just mentioned a few minutes ago of using an event to sort of uh, remind us, I mean, we do that in other very healthy, holistic ways, you know, set your clocks back and we fall back and don't forget to change the batteries in your smoke detector. Well, there's an event. It's a trigger. It does make me think and stop about my family's safety, my safety, right? So I think having New Year's or whatever your event is, is not such a bad thing. But this idea of changing behavior now versus waiting is probably not a bad idea. So I think if it helps you start something, you know, that's good. If you know, a specific date helps you remember to do something to change the batteries in your smoke detector to start to do something that you know is beneficial, you know, to your health. But something I always say is health is not something that you stop. You may start it, but you don't ever stop it. It's not a race that you ever finish. Because really, once you make the decision to be healthier, it's really it's not even a marathon because it doesn't end. It's a continuous journey that I would hope that you would stay on for the rest of your life. And it's going to have its ups and downs, you know, its mountains and valleys. But if you see it as, as a journey of health and healthier decisions and healthier actions, and you intentionally throughout each and every day try to make better decisions, over time, what you'll find is your life will be better for those decisions that you made along the way and for the actions that you took to support the decisions that you made. And you've already talked about this idea. We've said it many times on the podcast, SMART goals, S-M-A-R-T and the A can be achievable, right? Setting yourself up for something so lofty, even if it is losing weight, well, that's admirable. We all want to try to do that, most of us somehow. And if you say I'm going to lose 80 pounds in two months, probably not, right? Well, it's interesting that you say that about losing weight because oftentimes people associate losing weight with exercise, when rightfully so, as well as eating better. But to say I'm going to exercise, like do you know what that means to exercise? <laughs> yeah, right. Are you going to be doing cardiovascular exercise? Are you going to be doing strength training? Are you going to be doing HIIT interval, you know, um, high intensity interval training? Are you going to be doing yoga? What forms of exercise are you going to be doing? If you're going to be doing strength training, are you going to be using free weights, machines, calisthenics? And really thinking through what, you know, once you make the decision to do something, what are the action steps that I need to take 
to make that decision, you know, beneficial and profitable for my life. Same thing with eating. It's saying, I want to eat healthier. What is healthy eating for you? Are you going to be vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, whatever? Are you, whatever you decide to do? Have you even thought that through? And do you know how to do that? Like some people say they want to be vegan and their idea of being vegan is to go buy like an impossible burger and to buy a lot of processed vegan foods. Is that really a healthy form of veganism or would it be whole foods that are nutrient dense and calorie dilute that are going to give you a lot of nutrients that allow you over time to, you know, improve your overall health? Well, you know, it's funny because you're such an expert and you're rambling through these. I love these names, right? There's the vegetarian. We all kind of get that one. Pescatarian, is that where you concentrate on fish, right? Yes. All right. And then I would consider myself flexitarian, right? Yes, well, I yes. kind of flex. Yeah, I forgot that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So there are all these titles. And if you're just starting something new, you can get swamped when you're trying to play Google health coach for yourself. Because you see all these titles and you go, oh my gosh, I don't even know. Am I flexi, pesky, what am, you know, what am I? And then you go, ah, heck with it. So I think you've got to be careful too that you don't overwhelm and swamp yourself with so much info. If it's to start jogging, well, just get the shoes, bundle up, and let's go, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and do you even know what shoes to buy? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because, you know, my shoes that look kind of cute may not be the shoes that I'm going to go running in. Well, that, you know, that's funny. I never think of my shoes as cute, but I, you know, it's just the way it is. That's a difference right there. So if we're looking, if I'm looking to change my behavior and start something new, how do we approach it so we are literally setting ourselves up for success? You know, and it's funny, you're going to, you may laugh when I say this, the best way to set yourself up for success is to acknowledge that you're going to have failure. Truly, because truly, in order to become successful, there are some uh, some times and moments and experiences along the way where you're going to fail, you're going to make mistakes, and you're going to have the intention to do the right thing and not be able to do it. And so I will say first, accept that there are going to be some mistakes along the way. And truly, if you want to be successful, understand that it is the day-to-day the moment by moment, the minute, the, the second, you know, by second decisions that you make along the way that will eventually help you get there. You want to make sure that you're not trying to do something that's unachievable, unrealistic, too short term, most definitely. And also recognize that when you're trying to do something, if you need help and support with the goal that you set, perhaps it's something that is too grand or, or too complicated or complex for you to do by yourself and maybe seeking the assistance of someone that has knowledge and information and even resources to help you achieve your goals so that you can be successful is definitely very helpful. And you're speaking about someone like yourself, a coach, right? Somebody that, or a nutritionist or a dietitian, somebody who can step in and help you. Yeah. And it's interesting because the clients that come to me whether they're coming to me as a therapist or they're coming to me as an NAS and master trainer, of course, I combined, I provide those integrative health services because what I recognize is that those people that want to make the physical changes, oftentimes the reason that they're not able to be successful in making those physical changes is because of the mental health challenges that they have. And so I have found that it really is a uh, really a three-pillar approach. You know, my goal is to help you be mentally strong, physically fit, and nutritionally balanced. 
And I find that if you can master all those three components, that over time you will be successful in pretty much anything that you do. Because any goals that you set along the way, you're being able to navigate through them in a struggle for stronger mindset. You're more balanced in the way that you're eating and as well as you're taking very good care of yourself. And so you're better prepared for any goals that you're trying to achieve and you're better prepared to deal with any challenges that are going to come up as you're trying to achieve those goals. So I think about this idea you just spoke about of giving ourselves a little grace and understanding that we're going to fail along the way. So I think of the stock market, you know, if if you follow it, even if you don't know much about it, you know it does this all the time. It's going up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. But what we're looking for is an inclination. We don't mind it going up and down as long as overall we're going up. We're seeing progress, right? And I think that's so valuable to say that, to give ourselves a little love to know well, we're going to miss jogging or we're going to go to a birthday party and have some cake and pizza. If you look at the overall long-term plan and you're progressing up and onward, I think you make a great point. Give ourselves a little love there. Well, it's actually, what's interesting is I've recognized it's the times when you fail, when you tend to improve the most. It's interesting, you know, years ago, I had a little boy that I was working with that was really beating himself up over a sport that he was participating in. And one of the things that I told him, I said, no, it's really funny because when you do your sport and you're doing really well, you're very happy, you're very excited, but you don't think about how you were able to do well in that sport. I said, but when you mess up, you think about it, right? You go back, you review, okay, you know, did I do that? What did I, how did I make this mistake or what did I do wrong that didn't give me the outcome that I wanted? And so really there is, I really say it's really no failure. It's really opportunities for growth. You know, one of the famous quotes, I believe, that Nelson Mandela said was, you are either learning or you are learning. And that is such an amazing thing to think about because understanding that extra times when you make a mistake or you fall short or you you may, you eat the thing that you didn't want to do or you fail to exercise or make, you know, keep up with that commitment that you made to yourself. Yeah. That's an opportunity to say, well, you know, well, why is it? Why is it that I decided to eat that really unhealthy food? Or why is it that I decided not to exercise? Or why is it that I behaved in that very unhealthy way in that situation? And what can I do going forward to make a healthier decision, to move instead of being stagnant and not moving, to make a healthy decision and then follow it with better behavior. It's going to better prepare you for challenges later in life. Well, and isn't that true in all of life, right? I mean, even some of the greatest success stories we've seen in business and other places, there's a ton of failure. I mean, Babe Ruth, a baseball player. I mean, we know these things intellectually, and yet sometimes it's hard to apply them to ourselves, that failure goes along with greatness sometimes, oftentimes. It's an essential part, actually. And that is actually what I teach my clients is it's an essential, necessary part towards success. So you've got so many um, varied off-ramps in your practice, right? Therapist, trainer. I mean, you, you've got, you can cover nutrition. When you think about goals, if you look back at recent or your long-term practice, what are some of the best ways that you have been able to advise your clients and you have seen success. I mean, somebody may call it a hack, so it doesn't really matter. But when you're setting a goal, not just a resolution, what are you seeing are the successful ways to create goals 
and then keep on moving toward progress? Yeah, I would say one, uh, first making the commitment that you're going, you know, that once you decide what goal you're trying to achieve, making the commitment that you're going to follow through with whatever actions are necessary to make yourself successful in achieving that goal. And really, you know, every day is an opportunity to, as I said before, to be a better version of yourself. And along the way, if you can recognize that each experience, the minute you wake up and you open your eyes, is an opportunity to set your mindset to a positive or negative mindset. Any interactions that you have with special loved ones in your life is an opportunity to have a good, healthy interaction or have a negative interaction. And if you have a negative action interaction, what are you going to do to correct that if you can? So before you leave the house, if you have a negative interaction with a spouse or a loved one or your son or daughter, what are you going to do to fix it so that when you leave the house, you feel better instead of leaving angry or frustrated? We are driving along the way. You know, one, I will say, one, did you allow yourself enough time for the drive? Um, but let's just say, and then once you get in the car, are you going to be frustrated? If you're feeling frustrated, are you going to keep that that feeling of frustration and let it linger as you go through your drive and bring that into your work environment or your school environment or wherever you're going through the day? As you're going through each experience of the day where you're interacting with coworkers or interacting with, you know, peers or interacting with other individuals, are you going to have a positive mindset or a negative mindset? If someone acts towards you negatively, are you going to let that negatively impact you for the rest of the day or are you going to kind of shrug it off and keep going? Or are you going to say, I'm going to be responsible for the energy I bring into the room and I'm going to be positive and I'm going to bring positivity into everything that I'm going to do. I'm going to bring excellence into everything that I do and I'm going to make healthy, excellent decisions as I go throughout the day. When you're going for meetings or you're going through classes or whatever it is that you're doing throughout the day, you know, are you... Do you have the mindset that you're going to do it in an excellent, healthy way? Or do you have this mindset where, you know what, I'm just going to halfway do it and not give my best? And then as you end your day, how do you want to end your day? Do you want to end your day with a healthy meal, maybe some physical activity and movement? Do you want to end your day spending quality time with your loved one, you know, or quality time with yourself? And then when you settle down, do you want to reflect on your day and feel positive about it and end on a real nice, positive note? Or you're going to get on emails and start doing work and get your or watch something that's very, you know, stressful and end your day in a very negative way. So basically what I just told you is how you can make your day successful and how, and that how you would navigate through a day. And you know what? I think one of the upsides to practicing that the best that we all can is that you can indeed become an influencer, right? You, If you have a goal to start to drop a few pounds and you do it in a positive way, Without speaking about it, you could be influencing your your entire family. If you're positive at work, you're going to be the person they're looking at saying, I don't know what that guy's got, but I want some of it. You know, I think there there's so much that can come from that mindset change you're talking about and encouraging us all about. Yeah. And making a decision that if your mindset's not right, if you're noticing a negative shift, take a responsibility to fix it. And that's truly how you're able to set goals and achieve those goals and how you're able to continuously be successful. Understanding that along the way, it is a series of firm decisions. It is a series of resolutions that you're making throughout the day that ultimately will lead to your success. But set the goal that each and every day, I'm going to be my best and my best and healthiest self. 
Are you big on writing things down, whether you're that person that needs here? I've got them handy right here near me here at my desk. Post-its, right? I'm going to put a few on the mirror to let me know something or what my goal is, or even journaling after the fact or having um, an app on your phone to help you track your your food intake, et cetera. Are you big on writing, journaling, or making it visible so you can actually find success in your goals? Yes, definitely. And I'm actually a really big fan of writing, writing things down even if you print, if you type it up on your computer and print it out, because I find that oftentimes if it's unseen, it's not thought about. And so having your goals and your you know and things that you're trying to do or reminders of things that you that you want to do, post it throughout your house, whether it's on your mirror, whether it's I have like an actual board where I put things that I'm trying to do on that board, and I can look at that board, and it keeps me on track with the goals that I'm trying to achieve. And I also love the idea of even putting affirmations or motivational phrases on your post-its, on your mirror. So in addition to thinking about your goals, give yourself some inspiration and motivation along the way. Yeah. Well, and I think now I'm going to go out after part of our discussion today. And when I get jogging shoes, I'm going to get cute shoes, to your point. I'm I'm going to get positive and look at my feet and say, look how cute my feet are today. Right? That's a positive affirmation. Just make sure they're good shoes. They're make sure they're good shoes. I'm, <laughs> yeah, not, right. I, I'm really particular about my runner's shoes because you know I'm an avid runner. I love to run. I love to exercise outside. And I found these really cool shoes. I want to name the brand because I want them brand drop. But they are so colorful and they are so bright, vibrant. And when I wear those shoes, people actually go, I like your shoes. I'm like, Thanks. <laughs> Isn't that nice? Well, see, that's like a thumbs up for your whatever your goal is for that day. So uh, as we start to wrap things up, give us some takeaways. Maybe they're bullet points in your mind, how we create not resolutions, but successful goals for 2024. Yeah. Well, you mentioned it, you know, smart. Um, of course, you want your goals to be specific, measurable, achievable, uh, relevant, and time bound or time based. Um, though that's a very you know popular phrase, a very easy way of remembering that. Um, give yourself some grace along the way, um, understanding that even though you have the intention and you made the decision and you made the commitment to do something, that sometimes you're going to fall short. Sometimes you're going to want to make the right decision or want to do the right thing, and your situation may not allow it. I will also say, understand when you need help and support. So anytime, you know, something's too heavy or too complicated or difficult, that's why people are around you. And there are people with knowledge and expertise that can share with you information. Some people have gone through the journey and been successful in it. Those people that have done something successfully that you want to achieve, reach out to them, ask them, you know, how did you do that? Can you help and support me along the way? And then I will say, you know, something I, um, well, something I always say is what you do determines you. So everything that you do, each and every day is going to determine your tomorrow. So if you remember that, you know, when you're making a decision, when you decide to do, you know, this over that, whatever you decide is going to ultimately determine your tomorrow. So if you want a better tomorrow, you're going to have to start making the best decisions today. Great stuff, Angela. It's good to see you. And you've integrated, which makes sense because that's part of your great title, right? In- integrative health expert. I think that should just be on a neon sign, like, you know, letting us all know. A therapist, NASM master trainer, and fitness nutrition specialist, Angela Moore. Thanks for today, and as always, it's great to see you. And happiest and blessed New Year. Yes, you too, and many blessings to your family. 
Thanks so much. And thank you for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like our show, you want to know more, you can check us out on YouTube. We've got a YouTube channel. You can also go to our website, ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast, or you can leave us a review or rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can always follow us on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can get new episodes, old episodes. Take them with you. You know, you're going to go out and you're going to have a goal. Well, you can wear these and you can go out for your jog or something so you can use your smartphone or tablet and take us with you. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Be well.